and it because it's quick close, you, you grab pipe real quick with it, so you'd be able to just yeah. scut a bit of bar in there real fast. But oh, there'd be a thousand different ways I can make it work. It's not a it's not yeah. a, a game changer, but it, it you know it is what just, it is. Well, I think. Keith's just got a square socket in his because I think his is the same. But anyway, anyway, we've started. We've gone live. So there we go. Nobody's yeah, good luck. We have gone live. The last episode of the year, guys. Is it? Yes. And have we got anyone listening or looking or watching? <laughs> no, well, it's it's just it's just us for now. But we can we can start as this, guys. Well, oh, welcome no, to another man, episode. Many kittles uh, on. Yeah. Well, good evening. All right. Welcome to another episode of Night Making Down Under, guys. It's been a while. We got Kev Slattery. We got Corn Urquhart. And we have the legendary sausage man, Jamie. What's happening, gentlemen? Oh, mate, you know, um, just down in Canberra, picking up some tools off Mr. Yeah. McVicker, catching up with Kev. Look, all the fingers work, so I'm, I'm a happy boy. That's so, good. That's yeah. good. Who's the guy right next to you with the mm. long beard and long hair? Who is <laughs> I found him as a guy walking down the M1 this afternoon. <laughs> in the middle of the left hand lane. He looks like he's coming out of a boy band from the top of his face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But from the 90s. Yeah. Boys yeah. to men, but the, like, the yeah. latest edition. <laughs> That's why we're uh, at these days. <laughs> mine came yeah, off today, well, my beard. I lost it today. Um, today was the day. If, Jam if Jamie hangs around for the weekend, like he said he's planning to, his beard might be a little bit shorter because my dog has an absolute fascination with Jamie's beard and keeps jumping up and biting it. <laughs> and so it might be a little bit shorter. <laughs> Washed up. Oh, band, I'm right. pretty sure uh, the dog thinks my beard tastes like gravy or something, so let's go yeah. for it. <laughs> What's going on, Corin? Oh, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. Um, supposed to go, uh, the kids finished off school and supposed to go on a bit of a uh, bushcraft adventure with them. We we sort of planned to go out um, on a canoe trip uh, into Lake Urunga, Talawa Dam area on the Shoalhaven, Kangaroo River. But um, last Thursday, Friday, there was a big storm there and uh, there was two metres of water running over the dam wall, so they closed the lake, so that put an end to that. We ended up just going up the central coast and we did a uh, day kayaking, a day bushwalking and um, bike riding, mountain bike riding and a day um, go-karting because why the fuck not? And we had the kids off their devices, me and a few of the other parents from school had the kids off the devices for uh, for three solid days, so yeah. Shit. Had, had them up instead of up gaming all night. They were up fishing, and yeah, um, nice. one of them said, "So is this going to be like fishing on Fortnite?" Which kind of made my day because um, it's nothing <laughs> like fishing on Fortnite. <laughs> I mean, you know, they don't, uh, you know, particularly with the last two years of lockdowns and stuff. Uh, some of the kids haven't been out much, so yeah, there you go. So that's um that's what I've been up to. And before that, I was planning to go away and preparing and packing the kayaks and all the rest of it, um, only to find out we couldn't go camping and then having to take everything out and start again. Um, next week, I've got Ian Stewart coming up for a few more days. Um, and, um, yeah, just generally, I've just been winding down a bit for the year. I've had a bit of a bit of a gutful of everything. Yeah, fair enough. Cool. The hard mm. question, mate. Did any of the kids catch fish? 
Uh, yeah, one of them caught a, like, fucking, I don't even know what it was, some sort of gummy dogfish shark fucking thing that grunted a lot. It was about a metre long, though, so that was pretty exciting for him. And, um, yeah, yeah, I caught a flatty and a puffer fish. Woohoo. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much going on. The river, the river was, we were in a Hawkesbury, so the river was, the river was pretty fucking dirty. So, you know, it wasn't, um, wasn't exactly pristine from the, all the, um, all the rain we've had. And, uh, we went down the beach, had a bit of a surf and, um, yeah, it was good. We had a pretty good time. Nice. Yeah, we got them out of, from a way that from the screens, which they've spent the last year, you know, three months sitting there oh, on the screens, six months or whatever it is, probably six months on screen. So it was good. Yeah. It was good. They've done more activity mm. than my son outdoors. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, True yeah, what about you? True. Actually, it probably smelled like a barn me roll because that's what we had for lunch. For the purpose of the podcast, Jamie's beard smells like Kransky. Comment on the screen from Anthony Kittle. Thanks very much, Anthony. It's nice to have mates so, um, like you. We actually went out today and had barn mees, the Vietnamese rolls, and and both Jamie and I yeah. were picking bits of carrot and chili out of our beards. So the dogs probably, you know, looking at that multicultural meal festival thing. Right. I was, I was a bit day, surprised. Next day, all you have to do is get a bowl, hot, get a bowl and boiling water, just dunk Jamie's beard. <laughs> It'll be a fault. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a you have a bowl of po. Yeah. That's all yeah, you get a bowl of pot. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, next week's my knife week. Nice. Um yeah. You coming up? No. Oh, sadness. I've, I sent I've, you a message. I've, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Did you? Shit, I didn't get it. <laughs> or if I got it, I didn't look at it. I've had a, we've had a couple of hectic, well, a hectic period actually. Um, <laughs> um, the last podcast or podcast you had with Sean on, um, and that, got, like I said, I've already thanked Sean personally, but um, that was a good thing because um, the father-in-law um, was literally on death's bed. Um, and he passed away on the Friday, so it wasn't the best time to be on trying to talk about knives and all that stuff. Or maybe it was. I, I, I don't know. But my wife and I just had a quiet night um, then. Um, I got the all clear. I've, I've had a, a looming health concern, um, which I went and had a day surgery yesterday, and um, I've been cleared of the worst of things, which is good. Uh, so now I've just got to work out why I feel shit if, because, you know, that horrible cancer thing is now not a, not on the cards, which is fucking fantastic. But now I just have to go into a little bit more of the, uh, the why and work out what's going on or just fucking live with it, which I'll probably just live with it. Um, so yeah, that's no, been a pretty busy, hectic period here. Um, haven't been on social media very much. Haven't done a massive amount of knife making, but um gearing up for it now which is going to be good gearing up for it so i've uh had jamie up in the workshop today and you know it's the first time i've been up there for a little while and and we just sat and had a good chat which is what we catch up it's been a long time since we've done the face-to-face it was similar to mert when he popped in uh not long ago we hadn't realized we hadn't seen each other for you know 
all early in January, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. No, I was thinking January, yeah. but then I come down and did the. Oh, mates. we did the wiring, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. 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 So no, it's a bit, been a bit quiet for me on that front, but you know, things could always be worse, as as they say. Um, but I'm feeling pretty good at the moment, pretty happy. <coughs> Focus is now pretty good. What really made it shit though was um, <laughs> we went through the went through the loss period, went through the um, funeral, and then last week my wife had a day off of all the family duties and everything else like that, and I had nothing in the calendar. And I was like, right, let's just have a day where we just just do shit. And so the first thing we chose to do was go to the dog park, um, take the dogs out, throw the frisbee around. And I've had a bad back for nearly 30 years. And of course, the first thing I do is reach in the car to get the frisbee out, like I always do. And my fucking back just went. And we went into the dog park. And by the time we walked out half an hour later, I could barely move, um, which really fucking sucks, especially when you've got a good day planned. Um, and then I had to call the paramedics on Tuesday because I literally could not move. Um, and they sent someone around who drugged me and got my doctor, GP, to give me some drugs and stuff. But <laughs> it was really shit because last week was pretty cool and wet in Canberra and would have just been the absolute perfect time to get a whole heap of forging and shit done. And I was literally struggling to get up from the fucking bed to go to the toilet. But feeling a bit better now, probably about 80%. Um, feels 100% now because we've got my mate Jamie here with me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we better not get up to any bad between, shit. Between, <laughs> two us, between two of us, we might we, get 100. Yeah, we work out about yeah 98. I was going to say 98. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, did you so get we, another rain? Did you get any floods? Uh, yeah, we, we've had fucking shitloads of rain here, and then we had this crazy windstorm come through yesterday afternoon. I was just getting ready to go down to the post office, and this yes. Absolutely massive windstorm came in, and it was funny because I said to Ro, "Oh, we're gonna. I reckon there'll be a few trees lost in the suburb." And my neighbour from two doors, new, new neighbour from two doors down, came up tonight. Hey, do you want any um, she oak? <laughs> we lost one of the big fucking branches <laughs> off the tree, and it had fallen over and hit a brand new colour bond fence that the neighbours next to them just put up. Um, so it was like, oh shit! Didn't expect it to be that close. But at least I get some she-oak to burn in the uh, wood-fired pizza oven. <laughs> nice. Stop burning Gigi in Pearl now. Well, oh, late yeah, yeah, some lots. How much from yeah. here, so, yeah. What's that, like 80% or something? Yeah, it's right. Uh, what is? What do you say? 80% what is? Lake George. Lake George. Oh, true. Shit, it's almost up to the road. That's uh, When was the last time it was up there? Uh, I was. Oh, I don't even think I was driving by the last time. Last time I saw it was the nineties. Yeah, like when I was going down the snowfields in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Been well, a long time. We had some floods here, like two weeks ago. Then we had all that rain at once, and luckily there was nothing wrong with the house. Like nothing got damaged. Only places that get flooded in our house is the shed, which where I work, yep. and the garage where my engraving and where I oh. do my. When I do like knife photography and all that, so any place that gets damaged, of course, has to be my side. So, yeah. so for the benefit, for the benefit of the people that are in America and and in a state, and they may not know Lake George. Lake George is a pretty famous uh, famous lake on the route between uh, Sydney and Canberra, and it's basically a sheep station. Um, 
most decades. But uh, but every so often it fills up with water. And um, as the boys are saying, 80% full represents a fair bit of water when you drive past. You can you can see the mountains on the other side, but you can't see the other side shore. It's, it's quite a long way. Yeah. Yeah, that's and the one on the left, right, going towards the Canberra? Correct. Yep. Yeah. 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 And it only, it's only full to about, when it's full, it's only about four feet deep in most places. Right. And it, they, they, they haven't worked out where it drains to either. They've never, apparently never worked that out when it drains down. They don't know where that sort of water so basin goes to. There's only creeks flowing in, none flowing out. But um, yeah, they reckon it's evaporation because it's such a yellow, a large, shallow pan. It's it's a huge yeah. um, it's a huge expanse when you go past. Or it. there the could only, be the tunnels sort of... underneath. There could be like a secret tunnels underneath, made by the you know the mysterious organizations. It's a yep. Yeah, it could be yeah, it could be mate. Uh, you might be onto yeah. something, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the dwarves! Oh, oh, oh what do you say, Kev? But there was a mystery involved in Lake George many, many, many years ago, whether uh, a boat full of people just disappeared, and that was the that was the mystery. Was it's only like four foot deep, and they were out obviously out in the boat and capsized, and they drowned, and and no no bodies were found. Did they all of a sudden they found their bodies in Amazon from the other side of the earth? But yeah, one yeah. field and one yep. Loch Ness. Yep, yep. Loch Ness. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. What, you, what have you, you been up every to? Every day's a school day. Yes. Oh, what I went up to. Yeah, look. Bit of this, bit of that. Um, Jamie was Jamie was here a couple of weeks ago and you, finally yeah. helped me yeah. put my <laughs> uh, helped me put my kiln together because uh, my kiln, the element crapped itself and Thanks to help from Corin, Jamie, and Tim, uh, me, me and Jamie, we managed to put it together. It, it was an ordeal, but it's one of those things that you, you, you're so used to it, kiln. I'm talking about my kiln. Like, so you're so used to presence of it, especially in my case, where I'm just like pushing a button to set the normalization cycle or heating certain things. And if you don't have it, all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, what do I do? It's... Yeah, it was hard. Luckily, luckily in my case, though, I had so many blades already heat treated, so I was mostly grinding. But I was running low, and I had to, I had to make a knife on a fly, and I had to use the drum forge and all that. I'm like, man, this is a lot of fiddling, a lot of fucking around to get one blade heat treated. A lot of fiddle this, <laughs> fiddle that, and yeah, just noticed 2021 is over. So that was the another thing that happened, you know. Kids, my, my kids go on, my kids' school went on a holiday, and now I got them at home with me. And I can only work a few hours a day. And like, yeah, I got the kids to myself. And you realize, like, oh shit, 2020 is finished. Yeah, 20, yeah, 20 finished a long time ago. Yeah. 21, sorry, 21. We're finishing 21 now. <laughs> Mate, they, they all got together. Like, it's, I lost the concept of time. It used to be like, oh, summer we did this. Now, like summer, winter, you were home. Mm. You were doing fuck all nothing. Luckily, today was the, for the ones in New South Wales, some of the rules got laxed and you don't have to put mask and 
you know, you don't have to check in to get into places, but man, it's been whole 2020, 2021 felt like it was one big long year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a one fucking shit long year. Yeah, like, like we're saying, weather-wise here, we've had it where we've had the aircon on, and then the next day we've had to put the heater on, and the next day the aircon's been back on, and the day after that the heater's been back on. And it's just absolutely bizarre what's going on with this no, weather. Yeah, yeah, menopause, gone... Kev, yeah, 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 menopause, man. We're <laughs> <laughs> hot flushes. We're going from like nineteen, or at even at best nineteen. All of a sudden, in the next couple of days, we're going like plus thirties. It's going to kill me. Oh, I hate that. Hate that tra- instant transition where you go from, you know, cool and quite nice, all of a sudden to you know, just stinking hot. But I've got aircon in the workshop, which I keep forgetting about. So that'll be good. How do you forget you've got aircon? I just oh, don't ever turn mine on. I've got solar panels on the roof, which it fucking oh, just, stays on. I just get it. Yeah, well, I don't turn it on when I go in there because the actual when you first go into my workshop, it's like 10 degrees cooler than outside. It's really nice. And then it just does that gradual thing where it just tricks you and all of a sudden, you're sweating your ass off, going, "Why the fuck am I so?" Oh, now yeah, it's up to thirty degrees inside the shop. So, no, we'll get it. We'll have we'll have it on. We'll be using it to probably tomorrow. We haven't worked out what we're doing tomorrow, but we'll do something in the workshop. I might might get Jamie to help me make a hammer, seeing as I never do get it. to make one when I'm at Corin's house. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you never come. <laughs> <laughs> never get me invite. It's in the how's mail. The, how's the oh fuck off you cunt? You said you were coming. I just sent you the messages. <laughs> you douchebag. I feel the lower. Jamie, I, knew has... it, I knew it was on because um, Ian Stewart sent me a message saying I'm heading up to Corin and Keith's. Might stop in for a coffee Monday morning, and I was like, ah, "Where's my invite?" <laughs> well, well, he's going to be basically making. Um, um, he's going to be basically a neighbour. Now, yeah, he's oh, moving, he's moving into, up that far. He's moving up to Braidwood, Bungendore, somewhere around oh, yeah, there. That's not far from me, yeah, yeah. So, he's basically a neighbor to you. That's what I'm yeah, saying. No, that's I was talking to him about that. Um, yeah, that's going to be a fair bit of a difference, an adjustment for him to fit into. But I said to him, I'm not far away, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, when you had to work <laughs> out, but um, you know. <laughs> So tell us, that, Jamie, you, are you that more desperate than we could be all right? <laughs> Jamie, have you finished your course yet? Yeah, mate. TAFE? Um, done. I've even got the uh, the, got the certificate the, um, info through from TAFE saying I passed. So <clears throat> fully qualified. Now I've got to do is get the rest of it signed off. Beautiful. So, so how'd you go? Do you want to give a review? Tell everyone about the TAFE course with Lindsay. Okay, so um. Yeah, so at Oldham Tafe they run a three-unit class in uh, heavy fab, um, and the the first year and a half is basically the the boiler making apprenticeship, and then the second year and a half is uh, blacksmithing. So they take you through uh, hammer forge basic, hammer forge complex, like hand hammer, um, and then you do a couple like you do power hammer forge basic power hammer forge complex 
peat treat, spring making, and there's a couple others in there, but they're all pertaining to and around the actual art of blacksmithing. Um, and it's still still offered as a as a course down there. Um, I think it's oh. it's one of those things that they offer block release for guys that are in a state. So you can go up there four times a year for a week to do uh, to do block release. But um, I think if if you're going to do it, get onto it soon because Lindsay's sixty and so he's he's starting to taper off a bit. I think he'll be there for for a couple more years, but you know, and um, there's Bill Seals there doing the night classes as well, but he works full time elsewhere. So he's only there and he comes in for the week, like the week classes. But, um, but yeah, it's good. I've got a lot out of it. A lot of uh, power hammer skills, you know, how to use it. And, you know, forging on that 300 weight Massey down there is incredible. It's great fun, you know. So, um, and, so you know, me, there's other guys there. You know, one of the apprentices, you know, is a Commons apprentice and they've just done a big upgrade and bought a whole pile of stuff. So, um they're going pretty hard so yeah that's that's quite interesting as well so you know it's been good so but, we're uh, um h- how many weeks was it total that you had to that you're there is it like a day a week for two years or yeah a day a week for three years one day per yeah. week for three years yeah so with all the the disruption with the the lockdowns we've missed about four and a half months in the program um that being said We've been doing all the theory work for our modules whilst, like Zoom style, whilst yep. we've been having a lockdown. But you get to a certain point where you just can't do any more. Um, so I just had to go in. So I went in and then did the the few weeks we had left plus the block release. And it just was lucky that I did a block release uh, earlier on in the year um, because of the the time we lost last year with the lockdown. So, um, which is like normally they would never do that. Would never let the, 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 the normal apprentices come in with the with the block release guys. But because of the lockdowns, they just said, you know, stuff it, just get it done. So yeah, I managed to get it done. Like they were right for me to go back next year, but I thought I'm I'm half a module away from getting done. So I just had to get the advanced stick welding out of the road. But it meant I was sitting there for a week, you know, cramped up welding overhead, trying to get these overhead welds passed. You know, when you're doing that for for 16 hours straight in a week you know it's kind of gets a bit i've got the i've got the tension in my back to prove it you know so he's walking around like a fucking hunchback at the moment one leg uh one arm all fucking tensed up uh, that yeah, it looks a like broken. a mad course if, if people have the time to oh yeah, 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 well it, yeah. Well, and, and they do a i think they do a tuesday night advanced forging class which you can it's just open you can just enroll and pay your cash and go and do it um, yep. which means it gets you in there on the 300 weight. And and I don't think there's a particular curriculum, but it's just sort of like, can you teach me how to forge this? And the guys are just like, oh, yeah, do this, do that. You know, here's the material, off you go. You know, so yep. you can still get access to that down there if you can't, as long as you can get yourself to Ultimo, you know. It's right near public transport. So, I mean, I, I, I was coming down from the Central Coast, so it's like an hour and 40 on the train in the morning. The only killer was the night classes, like... I, it was a three-hour train trip home after a night class. 
Because yeah, it was all stops, all stops. It was just a killer. <laughs> but that, 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 and and again, I only did probably five, six nights, and so like just to get it knocked over, like I did it. But it was a big couple yeah. of weeks. Like the the last full week I was there, I was doing the block release, so you know that was. It ended up being sixty hours at TAFE without travel. So it was a massive week. Yeah, that's you know. huge. That's and then that's, the next week was another like my, my normal day class ended up being another twelve hours, but I got I got the welding done. So I, I think the moral from this though is we've got to use it or we'll lose it. I think if um this is a really it's the last one in the country I'm I'm, I'm aware of that's still running the heavy forging course. It's the last TAFE still running heavy forging, Jamie. Do you know if that's right? Yeah, that's correct. They were running, and I'm only guessing that it was light forging because they were doing a farrier-style class at Richmond, but I believe that's no longer the case. In any so, case, um, I, I did some I did forging courses out at Richmond years ago, but I haven't seen anything on it for years. So as far no, as I'm I, aware, that Lindsay's the last one. And And to be honest, guys, if we don't, get behind it and support it and do the course, um, we'll lose it, which is one thing. But second of all, um, it's really good to get those skills disseminated through the community. Like even for those guys out there like myself, I can't justify that time commitment to do the course. But the more people that do the course, the more people share those skills, the more we um, we, we have as a community. Yeah? Oh, yeah, it's totally worth it. Like, and... You know, I mean, I think if you've got a New South Wales address, which is, you know, one of those things to do, you can, it's like a couple of grand for the for the whole course. Yeah, it's fucking So up. if you look it up and they go, they go, oh, it's $15,000, all you need is a New South Wales address and off you go. So you just have to uh, move to New South Wales, as it were, for your, uh, you know, where your results go to. Yeah. Well, got apparently it. there's at least 10, 10 apprentices living at Jimmy's place. So, you know. <laughs> but like, like everything, Jimmy loves collecting. So, you know, he's probably got them in a box out the back. Collecting apprentices. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit weird. No, no, it wasn't meant to be weird. No, I know. Who, who do we reckon this is? Practice, what can I say? Corin, your fart, send me an invite for the podcast. That, I'm bored. That's our... Bloody South African friend. And board put my mind. He's fucking pissed I, again is what he is. <laughs> you know what? You know he what has the, the thing? He has the Rona, Rona again. Him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> He's got the Rona. Yeah, is that what it is? Fucking Henning. Yeah. He was hitting me up before. Wanted to come on. He was crying. Needed, needed cuddles from his Australian companions. Oh. Virtual cuddles. <laughs> it's the vid. <laughs> Is that the South African variant? The vid. Yeah, the vid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there you go. Corin looks like he's concentrating. He's probably sending links out. Yeah, I'll send him a link. Fucking hell. Awesome. We'll that, just that we'll should just be pretty exciting. Send him the link. Send him the link, but let him wait in the green room for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring him on with three minutes to go. <laughs> we'll fuck with him no end. It'll be fine. Yeah. All right. All right, there. Oh, Jed. I don't know where your invite is, mate, but that that Katani you finished, mate. Outstanding. Good work, mate. Is that Jez Foster? Yeah. Has he made another one? Has he? 
Right. I think it was possibly the one he hardened at, at Ironfest 2019. And he's got it done. Or if it was 2018. But yeah, I remember the awesome. year he did one and it cracked like shit in the quench. And it was really, it, it was an exciting thing. The, the, the katana went into the glass tank in front of the crowd and it, and it did the whole thing. The sorry bent into it and everything. And then it just went, ding, 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 ding. And he looked at me and I looked at him and we knew the world was fucked. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, and yet it survived still, I believe. I don't. I, it wouldn't be the same one. That one was fucked. He did make another one. He probably the one he forged. I'm sure he'll tell us all about it. No, I, I believe that one's his gardening sword that he hacks yeah. into the bush with because he <laughs> doesn't care seeing, anymore. I've seen videos about that. Is that correct, Jez? The old garden sword. Yep, the last two survived. Yeah, that's it. Awesome. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, sweet. Jez would real well remember the sadness of that one cracking at Ironfest in front of a thousand people. Anyway, oh, can only imagine the disappointment. But uh, yeah, no, Jez took it. Jez took it on the chin to his credit. I got to be honest. He, yeah. Oh, and the, I finally the, the broke garden. Finally sword. broken, but God, I believe oh, there you you've go. given it a hell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you dirty trick. bastards. How Merry is it doing? Merry Christmas, Henning. Oh. Happy New Year. Where your, where your medicine, Henning? Oh, fuck, dude. This is a pile of shit. I've got, I'm sicker from all the vitamin C that I'm taking than anything with the vid. I oh, yeah. literally, yeah, I'm. I had a bit of a sore body yesterday and the day before. Woke up this morning and my, my wife threw me out of the bedroom because she doesn't want this shit. So, me sleeping on the couch. I was like, is my body sore from the couch or from this vid? And I got up and walked around and I realized, ah, the couch, mate. It's all. No, I'm, I'm doing luck, man. I'm really a lot better today. Ah, good stuff. You Thanks, need, guys. You probably need to have a little bit of a break anyway, mate. Yeah, uh, it's been awesome. My wife doesn't allow me to touch anything in the house. So when I want coffee, I just go coffee and I get coffee in my hand and once I'm in the chow, I go I'm hungry and I get it. So <laughs> She ain't touching you in the shower, mate. <laughs> <laughs> she might just, you never know. <laughs> yeah, I reckon it'll be a broom with a, a broom, bristle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a tough bristle broom. <laughs> Probably, probably. For <laughs> the old fire hose, mate. Yeah, well, the fire, maybe the fire hose. That'll be good. I mean, so, sometimes stink is good. So, what have you got? The have you got the big C, or is it something else? No, it's COVID. I've was, I've tested everything. I've got you the are. Bed. You yeah, are positive. You're positive. You're yeah, there. mate. Positive, positive. I'm as positive as it gets. I, I told everybody no negative people are allowed to come and visit me. Fuck them all. Only positive people. Nice. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. So you're in are you in lockdown or are you just still running around the community like a good Samaritan? No, I'm trying to stay stay at home and not spread it, but I mean there's nothing serious about it if you ask me. I hope I'm not doing the wrong thing by saying this, but for me. It really isn't anything serious. I, I, I don't know if this is the silence before the storm or what it is, but this morning I woke up and I'm 
I don't even have a snot nose, mate. I'm really not sick. I'm not even. I'm. That little cough you heard was a. It was just to sort of freak you guys uh, out. You, you're a sick bastard. We all know that. Come on. Yeah. Well, yeah. nothing I can do yeah. about that, mate. I'm yeah. Sick. I, I'm. I'm as sick as I can get. But. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why my camera's just frozen up for some reason. I've just got audio, but it's you're the best side of me anyway. Yeah, that's all right. Looks like you're still coming. It was pretty fine. scary when it was all moving, but now it's still. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is new? So you're not working on anything? You're not out in the shop then? Um, no, I've got some time to do a bit of design work, so that's good. I've been sitting at the iPad doing a bit of drawing and getting stuff sorted there. Um, other than that, I've just been chilling. Any, Hello? any insight into what your next design or next sort of big thing is? I don't know. I've lost you guys now totally. I'm yeah. just going to rejoin. You can try. It's funny. We can, <laughs> we can hear him fine, but he's Bugger off, Vades. Fucking South African bastard. Yeah. He's, he's going to do a shake-inspired knife. He's obviously feeling a little bit off. I reckon that COVID's hit him right in the sense of humour. I think it has. <laughs> yeah. hard press hitting him right in the balls. I don't think COVID's that fucking clever. Corin needs a beard. Look at that. See? See that? He shaved. Oh. Doesn't he look young? My wife promised me a root if I shaved it off, and here I am, but I haven't got the... What'd you get, a turnip or a carrot? Yeah, <laughs> probably a spud. <laughs> oh, the old beetroot. Wouldn't have been I'm back. Ah. back. There he is. Yeah. See, the moment you say anything negative about COVID, they fucking chuck you all Facebook. Yeah. It's like immediate. <laughs> What's your next design, uh, mate? What are you thinking? Something radical or just? Um, more, of, uh, more of the Henning Wilkinson sort of standard stuff, if there is such a thing. Oh, mate, I've, I've got a nice Persian that I've got that has been rolling around in my head for about a year now. So I'm going to start doing that. I've actually started on the steel last week already for it. Um, I'm just doing the final design work on it. It's for a very, very good collector of mine, and somebody who's become a really good mate of mine. Um, he's bought two of my pieces that sort of fit together and he wanted a third. So I've sort of designed it so that it suits his stuff. But yeah, I want to start, I want to stop doing the, the chef's knives and that stuff. I want to start concentrating on more on the, on the art knife stuff. I really, really enjoy yeah. making those. Yeah, Fair enough. So, yeah. Chef knives. What are you that? doing, man? I'm like, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. I'm having a good time with them. So see if I can do it. Is it a fork so sword? <laughs> yeah, mate, it's a fork sword for sure. Henning, are you going to do the blade this year? Um, I'm going to try. I'm trying my fucking yeah. ass off. But uh, I was watching a thing again last night about um, we've we've been travel banned because we've got this new variant, which is the variant I think I've got. And speaking to our local doctors, they were like nonchalant about it. They were like, dude, oh, you know what? Five days, seven days, you can go back to work. You should be fine. So, and in America, they, they're pushing this thing as the next plague. Um, 
a lot of my mates have sent me messages from there saying, dude, I hope you survive this. Uh, we can't afford to lose you. And I was like, fuck, dude. <laughs> if you do lose me, then maybe it's a good thing. Um, but, I mean, they they saying that because South Africa um, has got this new variant, they and we are, we are, our vaccine status is at, at the second uh, booster shot, they're not going to allow us to travel until we're at, like, booster shot number four. We're not going to be allowed into the States. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, um, I have booked my table. Sorry, guys, I just need to get a charging port going. Um, I have booked my table, and um, I have booked a place to stay, and I'm going to work like I'm going to Blade. And if I'm not – if I don't get there, then I don't get there. But if I can, I'm going to be there, mate. I don't want to miss another one. Yeah. Now, look, worst case scenario, you can send the blaze. Like, once you realize that it's not going to be feasible, if you have your table, I'm sure you can sort something out, somebody manning your table, maybe. Just a thought. See, the, it's the thing that, that I've spoken to um, with the, with the, with the um, organizers of Blade. At some point, they're going to have to realize that this thing isn't going to just go away. And if they can make it so that people can do that, because they don't really allow that, yeah. then um, it'll be better for everybody because at least I'm yeah. going to have some knives there. Yeah. So, I mean, the South African knife scene has taken a huge stumble. The guys, are, they're really, really hard up for work or for selling work. Um, things aren't easy over here because our economy is not really doing well. But... The only answer to it is is to try and earn money from overseas, and the only way to do it is to go to Blade. In my opinion, you you have to get your your face seen there, and to have your work seen. I mean, Blade did so much for me. I mean, I got stuck with you bunch of idiots from Blade. <laughs> and, um, oh fuck's sake! Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. nice. Yeah. But how was that first and, day? We saw you guys. You saw us. We started giving each other shit. Like, <laughs> you dirty South African bastards. I fucking hate you. You've got the wrong attitude, Henning. And everyone just, and all the Yanks thought we we're going to kill each other. And then we started laughing. And, and then we were like, what the, the Yanks are going, what the fuck happened? What? How? Just, Why are they not punching on right now? Just, just ignore the South Africans and the Australians. Let them do what they do. What's going on? You know what, JB? I was. I was speaking to um, to Jason Knight a while ago, and he said that he could walk into the pit and he would know exactly where I was. And I said to him, how the hell would you know that? He said he would just listen for the laughter because we were having such a good time. The, he says those bunch of Australians you were with, they were just – it was just hilarious. Wherever we went, it was just laughter and chaos, and it was brilliant. And, I mean, it – it literally took off. It's like you said. It, it wasn't a thing that took hours. It was like, you, are you South African? <laughs> I looked up at you. Well, I can't remember who it was. I, I think it was. Mines and half the boys there were South, South African. So I've been hanging around with them, you know, imitating them. So I was just, I was ready yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I knew. I, I, I realised that. I go in my pucky. The, the only thing that got me was when Jackson came up to me and he went, 
hey, mate, you're a right cunt. And I thought, fuck, I'm going to beat your head in, boy, because you're a right cunt. And, that's <laughs> and I looked at him for a second and I'm like, he's been nice to me the whole night. Why would he want to fight now? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. You've got to understand, in Australia, we like – that part of the female anatomy. That's a, that's a, that's a, <laughs> a, of a demon. Yeah. If he didn't like you, he wouldn't talk to you. Oh, I know. Exactly. But yeah, we had a great time. I mean, we, we guys hit it. We hit it off right away immediately. And I'm, you know what? I, I said to my, my wife the other day, she said to me, what do you miss most about Blade Show? And I said, it's, it's seeing you guys, seeing my mates and having a good yeah. time. I could care less about the rest of it. Yeah, it'll be great for me to, because I'm literally at that point where collectors will go, and your knives are good and we want to pay you for them, but we can't send over that much money and then you send us a piece that's that's not really, that's been Photoshopped. So it'll be it'll be great for me to, to be there where the guys can really see my work. It'll be good for my business-wise, but that's not why I'm going. I mean, I want to see you guys. I really fucking miss you guys. Hello. Oh man! I'm well, fine. I, I just I've already got. I've got it in my budget to go to Blade this coming year, and I've got it in my budget to go to Seki, and that's the two, the two non-negotiables for me for international travel. Oh, as soon as I can yeah. get back to Blade, as soon as I can get back to Seki, Seki's a fucking. You think Blade's a good show? Seki's a different show. <laughs> it's good oh, in a lot of different ways. Seki in Japan I'm, is amazing. Fuck, it's funny. Yeah, funny. I've never been, never heard of it. Is that a, what is it, just a show? Yeah, do you know how many people go there, Henning? Like thirty to 40,000 people. Wow. I'm going to have yeah. to look into that one. You you think Blade is big? They say Blade's the biggest knife show, like my ass yeah. is. Seki, you stand and look down the street as far as you can see in one direction there's people, and you turn around look as far as you can see down the street in the other direction there's people. Kev, is that not so? That's true. And you can tell all the foreigners because they're a little bit taller than the rest of them. <laughs> so finding <laughs> Kev at Seki was Godzilla. So there he is. <laughs> oh, mate. Still, no, yeah, totally. I still remember the time that um, Yui, you and Gibson, that makes the eighty-four engineering grinders. Yui was over there with us as well, and that was our first. That was his first trip overseas, and my first trip overseas. And we were, to say the least, we were very stressed about everything. And we saw, the, and yui has got long blonde hair. No, you, you were very stressed. I, you were very stressed. I always knew where the nearest pub was at all times. I oh, was fine. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> I resent that comment. You, you're, a, you're, a, you're like the GPS of pubs in, in Japan. But we were walking down this street in Seki and we've, we've gone, oh, no, we've lost Yui. And we looked down and there's this, taller person with blonde hair and a ponytail and we're like oh excuse me excuse me walking through this crowd of japanese people and we finally make our way to within about 15 meters of this person and it turns around and it was like some german lady <laughs> who had the blonde hair with face. And we're looking at well, fuck, where's Yui? And we turn around and Yui's about 100 metres behind us, waving around. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, sounds pretty stuff. Australian but, to no, me. That's the whole thing. This, this global thing, we need to get back, even locally here in Australia, we need to get back 
um, into shows because I've been talking to a lot of my knife making friends, close knife making friends, and just you know others in the community. And everyone's the same, man. What we miss most about the last couple of years is that camaraderie, you know, getting together, kind of what we're doing now. We're able to have a little Zoom meeting here, you know, our five five people on on the screen, and hopefully more than twenty people um, watching it. But um, this is the fun part, man. This is the part that just, you know, the memories and shit, the shit that we got up to, the fucking horsey rides, <laughs> the little horsey <laughs> ride in the restaurant for you. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> badly, you know? <laughs> Spontaneous stuff. It's just unreal. Yeah, we had a really good time, man. I, I said to my wife, I, she said to me, she's coming with, and I said, well, you better put on your blinders, honey, because it gets pretty rough down there, but it's, <laughs> it was really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had a great time man i'll never forget it even if i don't go to blade again at least i had that <laughs> but that's, i'm gonna fucking if... absolutely yeah, yeah well I you're to... dead yet, you've only got the cough and the runny nose you should be all right mate if only i've had the runny nose but it's just me bum that's runny because of all the vitamin c that i've got going that's oh, right. <laughs> other than that i'm fucking fine <laughs> Mate, if you say one more word, we're going to ask you to please keep quiet. Mate. That's enough from you, mate. You're just fucking taking over this whole conversation. Ah, oh, okay. He's fucking gone all silent yeah, yeah. with us. He's speaking right. Turkish, hey, so, mate. So we've got a question from the audience, right? Brad Stone wants to know what tools we've asked Santa for this year. So may as well go around the table on that. And we'll start with our very special guest, Sausage Man. Oh, you thought I was going to say Henning, didn't you? <laughs> okay. Well, Sausage is, he is very special. <laughs> what have I asked Santa for um, Christmas? Um, oh, this, there is so many things. Um, what I really need is a DRO for my mill because doing it by eye when my um, collet chuck is, is a mill off the top of my, the thing I'm milling, I can't see the line, so it's really hit and miss. I really can't do it anymore. Do you not have graduations on your on your hand wheels? Yeah, but I'm not saying I'm not saying don't get a DRO. Like, like, oh yeah, I'll just go one mil. It's not moving. It's not me. Oh, now it's moving. I'm like, yeah, no, this is guesswork. Oh yeah, right. It, it you sound like my wife. Capable, but I just haven't fixed it. I'm just like, I need it. Nah, DRO, yeah. DRO for the win. But, you never, um, you never, you never look that. back. I picked up that twist at the uh, threading machine from McVicker, so that'll be my next one. I'll get that up and running and um, be able to do some old twist over Damascus then. Because it's a big machine. It's a $15,000 pipe threader that just needs a reach around to make it work properly. So, yeah. A rusty the man trumpet. That. Yeah. You'll make it happen. Yeah. But it, I think it's capacitors, and one of them is a 350 microfarad. And I tried to get a 200 microfarad for my compressor, and that was a that was a four month wait from China. So I don't know, I don't know how much luck I'm going to have with a 350 <laughs> microfarad capacitor. So yeah, another three months, and I might get it going. But uh, take two 175. So I'll give that a try, and then. So a new how motor. about you? How about you, Henning? Oh, mate, I've got. You know what? I was sitting here listening to you guys and i was looking at my tools and i need new files that's pretty much it man i've collected so much tools over the years i'm pretty much where i want to be so tools wise i'm really happy at the moment i just need a new set of files that's all 
other than that, I'm really doing good. Very good. No worries. What sort, of files, what sort of files are you going to go for? Dude, I used to buy the most expensive files that I can, but because I do all the hand shaping that I do, they don't really last very long. So probably a set of like maybe third files or something like that will be fine. Um, yep. I've, I've Needle files I've got, I normally use Velorb because they, they do cut really well. But other than that, the shop's pretty much sorted this year. I've been spending a lot of money on tools, um, getting everything sorted. Jamie, um, when we're done, I'll send you a link to a mate of mine that sells DROs at really, really cheap prices. He's local, but I think you might save more shipping it to you than getting it anywhere else. Yeah, I'll see how I go, man. It's worth pricing it up at least. Yeah, thank you. Having a look at it. Pleasure, mate. And if we can get Mert to say something, would he? Mert, are you there, mate? Can you still hear yeah, us? Man. You... Yeah, yeah, man. Just, I, I had a long day, man. Like, it's, I'm starting to like hit the wall. I feel like combined with your face. So that's, that gives me like, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if I look at your face, you've hit that wall a couple of times, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Henning. It's, it's almost ah, luckily, luckily, they found a way to keep you out of US. <laughs> I couldn't hear that. Say again. No, I said luckily they found the they found the reason or excuse to keep you out of US with this Omicron thing. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. Thanks. Yeah, that probably will. I'll use uh, that in the end. Yeah, please do. So, if I was to go ahead and tell what I need for it as a tools, man, I don't think I need like a one major tool. Although, like getting a mill or something would be great, but. I think I need to make a lot of small tools like forging tools, like dies and things like that because I keep telling my, myself like oh, if I make this hammer to, if I make self like a texturing hammer to use under the power hammer to do random pattern, I'm like, oh, I'll do it later. I'm telling myself, let me just do like a twisting jig for the thing. Oh, shit, I'll do it by hand. I'll do it next time. Like those things that I keep delaying, delaying, thinking I'll do it later. Then you realize like you're doing you're doing everything the hard way over and over. If you just don't be a lazy and stop what you're doing and just say, you know what, fuck, I'm gonna make myself this tool. You know what? I'm gonna make myself a the, the blocks, like the kissing block, whatever you say, like to keep the my steel at like 38 mil. So instead like yeah. half of my steel is 40, the other is 45, and then 35. You know, it will take you one hour. That one hour is gonna save you hours at the end constantly, but I constantly say, like, oh shit. Let me just do this. I'll do it later. And then you realize, like, how the hell it took me so long to make this with this many small mistakes and shit. I think I just need a bite bullet and do it. Fucking do it. Make myself tools. For fuck's sake, been delaying it for years. Yeah, the thing with that is you, this is what I found the moment I went full time. The moment you start making tools for yourself, it sort of feels like you're wasting time to to make money but then what i used to do used to do is i had this little blackboard up and whenever i needed to make a tool or figure out a jig i would write it up on there and then when i'm a bit fed up of making knives i would go okay today i'm gonna make this tool see if it'll work but yeah you're right Mert. it makes life a lot easier and at the end of the day you make more knives because it just goes easier
it's not just about making noise. Like when you know there's a there's a mistakes or kinks in your process, you know, like you could have made it easier and you're doing it long yeah. way. You're thinking like I'm just wasting my time. If I wasn't lazy or if I was smart, I wouldn't have done the stupid shit over and over every time. Yeah, like you say, no. you've just got to, you've got literally got to make the time to do it. You've just got to say, right, first two or three hours this morning is just planning, writing a list of stuff to get and ordering it. And then once it's there, procrastinate for another three months <laughs> and then go, right, now it's time to do the next step. Um, I've done it myself. I've got plate cut to do dies in my press. And I got all the steel ordered for that, and I got it all cut by the metal place, and then it sat there for two months because I made excuses about how busy I was when really I would have been less busy had I just got that shit done. But then again, I don't have that engineering brain for designing those sorts of things, and it's when I see people like um, you know like Henning or um, Dave Lish is a good one, and and they're creating those dies or those tools for their power hammers and press. That's when the penny drops, and I'm like, man, that's why I'm, you know, shit, that'll save me a lifetime. But my brain doesn't work that way. I'm good with numbers, but not with that mechanical side. And that's that's the hold up I get. I've got to wait to see someone, you know, even like Henning. Henning and I have talked about it a few times when his mate dies. He just goes, this is all you do. And it's like, fuck, it's easy when, you, it's easy when you're told. You know, shit makes perfect sense now, but trying to get my brain wrapped around that mechanical side. It's never been like that. So, um, but once I see it done, yeah, then I just literally drop down to my local metal place and give them the measurements I need and say, can you cut me a whole bunch of steel? I'll see you in a week's time to pick it up and pay for it. And, um, yeah, it works well. Well, just to add to that, doing that blacksmith course, oh, yeah. that's perfect for learning how to make the tools to make the tools. Yeah. And so, yeah, Mert, if you, if you want some spring fullers for under your hammer that texture your, your random pattern that's that's yeah. piss easy like it's two yep. blocks of steel and, and i, I can imagine like grind it and cut it up and then yeah. we'll just make a spring full tool and weld it on but that's the easy shit for these guys you, you know you gotta you gotta have a kiln to harden it Do you know anyone with a working kiln that can harden a bit of uh steel oh my kiln is working exactly <laughs> well that's <they're> done yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 water quench yeah. 850 in the water Temperate, temperate fucking 300. We're good. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And yeah. Corin, what so, do you want, mate? Um, what I want should should arrive probably next week, and it's a high. <laughs> Has it got a wall down sticker on the side of it? No, nope. uh, it's a high. No, nope. it's a it's a hydraulic press. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome, yeah. mate. I'm gonna I'm gonna. It's one of the bench top ones. I'm gonna fit it above my rolling mill, so I'm gonna have a rolling mill under the press. That's the plan. Yeah, nice. That's not a bad idea. Setup, actually. Yeah, I've been thinking about why not to do that for a long time, and I can't think of a reason. Yeah, fair enough. So that'll be that'll be good. That'll be good. In the meantime, I've uh, I've found some pictures of Seki knife show, so I don't have any of the outdoor knife show. So I've only got stuff of the of the actual outdoor knife show. I know that doesn't make sense. It just is what it is. I'll post, I found a whole bunch of photos um, when I was cleaning up my phone and stuff, and I've got, I believe I've got some of the, yeah, like that. Oh, shit, that's, yeah, that's, that's crazy. The outdoor thing. That's, that street is probably, 
three meters wide at best. And then <laughs> it's a bit more than that. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's only yeah. tiny, but it's it's a kilometer long, kilometer and a half long, and fits thirty five thousand people in there. And that's Shit. that's just one part of the show. And so here's like kids' projects at the show. Yeah, that was There's, cool. That the kids had done like their school projects on knives. Can you imagine if they did that in Australia? If kids were allowed to do their school project on knives, how to Holy how to shit. hold it, how to make it, what's all the special stuff? Like I don't even understand what it says. He might be talking shit, but he had a shot. <laughs> this kid had a shot, right? Yeah. And and here they are teaching kids how to sharpen pencils with a knife. They're literally sitting there showing kids how to use a knife to sharpen a pencil. And this little guy, or who could forget the, or, or stick the <laughs> shove in his friend's eye. <laughs> there, so many, there, there were so many mascots, it wasn't funny. <laughs> he's not even the – he's the Seki show mascot, but he's not yeah. Seki city mascot. The Seki city no. mascot is a um, a freaking weird thing. I'll find a beaver. picture of him. Was that a beaver? No, oh, it's something weird. I'll show you. Well – Fuck you guys, because you didn't even get to me about what I want for Christmas. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, we just don't care. Yeah, yeah, we just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay, hands up. Who cares what Kevin gets for Christmas? Uh. <laughs> 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 <It's unanimous. laughs> um, no, my Christmas present, all going to plan Sunday, will have a wall down uh, badge on it. I have, I have sourced uh, a few months ago before the crazy lockdowns and stuff. I purchased a um, hacksaw, powered hacksaw. And the guy was looking at moving, they're moving properties and stuff. He's got a big property at a workshop that it's bigger than Corrin's Bunnings Picton, which is kind of amazing. Um, but while you're at these guys' places and they say, oh, yeah, we're looking to move. You have to ask the question of, well, do you have anything else you want to sell? And we went down to his big workshop, rolled up the roller doors, and he had a range of um, classic old Japanese cars, American muscle cars, and all this stuff jammed into this big workshop, and it was unreal. And then yeah. right at the back, a um, wall-down pedestal drill in absolutely awesome condition and of course i've just gone they're not looking at selling this are you and he said well it hasn't moved a millimeter since i put it in there so um yeah why not and we negotiated a price and then <laughs> and then i went on the i've got the picker bug and i'm like do you want to sell that and he's like nah do you want to sell that nah <laughs> he tried to sell me a um really really old school datsun import with the Japanese flag, sunrise flag on the roof, which is a technically a classic <laughs> car. And he tried to sell me that, and I'm like, uh, yeah, nah. <laughs> I know a little bank guys that'll buy that. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll talk to him when we're down there. Um, he also had a really awesome um, surface grinder that he was considering selling, but it's three-phase power, and I don't have that in my workshop. So, um, And Jamie probably knows a dozen guys that would want that as well. I know a fat bastard with a beard sitting next to you that wants that. Yeah, I know. Who's well, got three? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, so, my wall down drill. It was funny because Ro and I were literally sitting next to each other this morning and looked at each other and said, 
do you want it? Do you want anything for Christmas?" And I was like, "No, I don't. Not not that I don't want anything, but I don't need anything. I'm happy with what I've got." And then, yeah, oh, the geez, drill is yeah. always going to be just my own present from Santa Claus. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because we both looked at each other. Well, well, no, we're we're good. We don't need to exchange gifts just for the commercial sense of change, exchanging gifts. So that was actually a really nice feeling that the both of us are sitting there just going, we don't need anything and it's been a strange year. Let's just be happy with just, you know, with ourselves. Got. And, and our new neighbours down the road um, dropped down to see them and they invited us down for Christmas morning breakfast, which is going to be kind of weird because we always just have it here. So that'll be nice. And then we have lunch with the family and, and that's that. And then I'll come home and hug my wall down drill. <laughs> Probably even kiss it. <laughs> what model is it? <laughs> what model do you get? Uh, I don't I don't even know what model it is. I was just it it is in really, really pristine condition. It's a floor a floor pedestal. And I just fell in love with it straight away and I didn't even ask questions. I don't even know technically if it works. <laughs> but I'm getting a good price, so it doesn't matter. And Jamie's going to stick around um, and help me go and pick that up. It's a bit out of town. It's a couple hour drive out of town to get it. But, nice. um, yeah, well worth it. So, Jamie, um, I was just sitting here wondering, is your power hammer working now? Is it running? So, um, yes, it's running. Um, I've got to make a couple of little adjustments to it. The blocks aren't perfectly parallel and they're not straight or square. So when you when you look at the blocks, they're sort of sitting like that. And so I can't get a straight oh, okay. edge. I can't get the shoulders to forge up to. Um, it's yeah, yeah. just a bit of adjustment. But the, 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 the dies aren't the originals. Someone's made them and they just haven't made them quite straight. I do have a little bit of adjustment with the way I've mounted the power hammer, but I've also they've also got a, a kick in them. But I've worked out if I raise the front of the hammer a little bit, but I've got to plate it like put steel under it just to stop it wobbling around. Once yeah, I get yeah. that done, straight, then I've got to pull the 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 stuff box out and pull the the ram out and replace the the seals in the top because she's got she leaks like a sieve and. It's not making vacuum on top. It's got a it's got a clapper on the top of the um, the muffler, which makes it work. But it's apparently mm. it's a farmer's fix, <clears throat> and so I want to get it working properly. So, but you know, like I've got it all working, and then chopped my hand, and so I haven't done stuff all with it since then. But I have been researching, you know, so I, I know what I've got to do. But you know, that's that's where I'm at. You know, there's an unspoken rule that says that once your power hammer works, you have to make a mate in South Africa a set of tongs. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, mate. I had to make a set of tongs for another mate of mine. Um, I can't remember where he lives, but yeah, when my power hammer works, I can make a set of dick tongs, but I can't make them that small on the power hammer. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can file them. Oscar, uh, oh, well, Oscar and he's got a jig filer as far as I know. You can file him. Yeah, I have a die file. I can file them out for you. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. That'll help a lot because I don't touch this thing anymore. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard it's got COVID, so you can't touch it. 
yeah, I'm not allowed to. It's like, I don't know what I've been doing. I've been going outside and being donuts in the grass. Yeah, well, Standing there yeah. and spinning so that it doesn't drip on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you spinning for? But now that makes sense. Yeah, mate. Have you never done that before? More than two shakes is a wank, mate. So you got to be careful. You can't do it. Why? Wank is fun, mate. <laughs> I understand why you want to be careful of it. <laughs> oh, shit. And there we go again. Within one second, the whole fucking pod goes to shit. Yes. Corin's <laughs> just shaking his head going, yeah, there you go. We've got a low standard to maintain. We've missed you. Here we go. <laughs> this is the mascot of of Seki City, Hamomin. Hamomin. And he's, that, as you'll Hamomin. see, got two, he's got two that's, bladed That's a, that's a Pokemon, mate. That's Pokemon. Pikachu! Yeah. No, it's I'll not. It's Hamomin. I'll tell you, I was a Pokemon yeah. earlier this week. I, um, I had to take that cleansing thing to go for a colonoscopy. And I was like the classic. Oh, oh yes. I was squirtle. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Too on. much details, man. Too much details. <laughs> so what did they say? Is your asshole still in the same place? <laughs> oh, care. That's enough to give you the shits. Oh, I know. Uh, I thought I'd just leak that information out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to mop up. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one bloody leakage right there. Hey, Mark. How you going, <laughs> Hey, Cora, go up a couple yeah. of um, comments up to Tom Rebeck's one when we've been talking about Christmas presents. This is about how I feel too. He wants 21 pairs of socks because he can't be fucked to find pairs. Look, Tom, I did that like 20 years ago and it changed my life. I don't understand why <laughs> as men we don't all just buy one type of sock. It's not that fucking hard. And I do it particularly when I'm travelling because – it's just easier. Everything's easier. Everything's easier if you just have one type of sock. Yeah. Move on with life. I'm with you. I do it too. Same sock. That way you don't get confused. Yep. Black, black yep. socks, done. <laughs> yep. Once you find one you like, just buy 100 pairs. Kevin, Kev's famous for it over in America. Something about the black sock thing. There's, What's that? There's, there's no such thing as like single sock that missing the pair. Like, no, it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> so they just get less. Yeah, and if you put a hole in one and just throw it away and you've got, you know... You've got a spare. You've just got a spare. You've got 41 other socks to wear. That's right. You've actually got a spare. You haven't lost anything. Yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah, you've got an extra one. I, 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 can't, be I can't, can't believe that hasn't dawned on me yet. Thank you for your Australian wisdom. I will be going buying <laughs> socks then. Fuck the tools. <laughs> You're going to go get me some pairs, socks. 21 pairs of the same socks. I want to tell my wife immediately. Yep, yep. <laughs> like this. Find what yeah, you yeah, like. like. Don't Soft, buy a three-pack. <laughs> Don't ever buy a three-pack with three different colours. It's it's a 10-pack no, no. of all the same sock. I went yep. to New Zealand. Um, you know what? went to New Zealand in June. I bought these beautiful woolen socks, and it was like a fucking 20-pack of socks. It was great. Take the whole yep. lot. All yeah, the same sock. There's so many com conspiracy theories running around now. I think that's one of the reasons why they, the man fucked with you. They put in three different socks into a three-pack. It's to fuck with you. That's it, yeah, man. Yeah. I just realized yeah. this. It's just another one of those conspiracy theories running around. Fucking so cross, that's it. You don't need socks with thongs, but you need socks with Crocs, mate. 
<laughs> I can't catch myself wearing those things. Fucking crap. No. Oh, yeah, mate, for me, your mate. Life will, your life will change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, safety crocs. I'll, I won't go outside anymore. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got a set of these. These are well, my you, you guys have... You've seen me you, do some serious forging in these, so... Why, why don't you want to go out with the crocs? Do you think the zebra's going to pick on you? <laughs> no, mate, we've got real crocodiles here, and they might see me in that shit, and then I'll lose my street cred, and I have to hand in my man guard and all sorts of shit like that. All right. I worked too hard for that, bastards. I'm not going to hand it in. You must have worked hard if you got it. Or been good with your lucky dip. <laughs> <laughs> Corin says one more word and Mert. We're losing these guys now. Come on, guys. It's in the year. You've got to pick it up. You've got to no, was, come on. I was trying to find Wake up. I'm trying to. No, I'm fucking finding relevant information in the background here, you knob jockey. Fuck. <laughs> so the story, the story behind the infamous black sock wearing was from a mate, Jeff Bader, who does another podcast on making matchbox things or something. Um, and Jeff saw a photo of me one time in summer with my calf length black socks on, and he's like, What the fuck is with the black socks? And it's like, I just wear them same sock style 365 days of the year, and he couldn't get it. And then at one of the local department stores, I found a pair of black, a three pack of black socks that said, blacksmith brand black socks and I, the last time we went to blade show i took him a packet over and said here you go mate here's some black socks to wear in the <laughs> i don't know if he's worn them we do know that he enjoys his kangaroo sack bottle opener a bit though yes yes <laughs> you gotta grab life by the i haven't there. yeah <laughs> i need to get myself a set of those bottle openers I wonder if I've got anybody in Australia that can send me one. Uh, Yeah, well, I'll send you one. Crocs don't matter, mate. (laughs) Thanks, Mert. Thanks. I I knew I could rely on you. Um, Next time I go lion hunting, I'll send you. I'll send you one of their um, their bottle openers. Oh yeah, we need some big bottles for them babies, I believe. I'll go out the back door and go and hunt immediately for you for a set of lions. Well, we're, talk, we're talking to Jamie earlier. That we've been, my wife and I have been watching that show alone where they, they put them up into, like, the Alaskan region and dump them. Oh, I thought you guys were alone for a change. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter. Alaskan region is a name for... <laughs> that doesn't matter. The hidden cameras are up on there anyway. So they had they had in this region up in Alaska, um, one of the guys is there and he's virtually starving, and then this muskox wanders in and he and he took it down with a bow, and the only thing that I was thinking was, fuck those horns would make some good knife handles. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, man, yeah, those things are expensive. they were huge, and I'm like, fuck, they would be expensive. Oh, well, it's yeah, funny yeah. how your perspective on things change. I, I see giraffe and I go, geez, I wonder how many slabs are in those legs. Yeah. <laughs> how much juice do I need to stabilize that? 
<laughs> pretty much. Pretty much how it goes. Yeah. But I, I got one of those messages again. I don't know, but it's deep. I'm reading he said, messages. what are you looking for? I'm just looking at the messages. Oh, oh okay. he's looking at messages now. No, no, the comments yeah. section. I'm reading the comments. Oh, right. Jesus Christ. Not all of us can sit yeah. there and talk crap about stuff that's totally unrelated to anything knives. All right, no, so. Because that seems oh. that actually, that, what's relevant about that guy with his, um, with this alone environment is obviously they get to take like 10 items along with them. And they all take a knife along. And it's interesting to see the different styles of knife. But that guy with that musk off plugged it with a um, an arrow and he got it like in the rear quarter and then sort of followed it around for a while and it finally started to lie down. And then it made, a, made it sort of last chance to get up and go. And the dude has literally just fucking run up, had his big hunting knife out, and just run up to this like 800-pound musk ox Stab, stab, run off. And the things turned around, looked at him. Then he's charged back in, stabbed it another couple of times, and finally the thing fell over. And then, good working tool, he skinned it and gutted it and did all that stuff. But then he was two, two miles over really shit terrain to take the thing back. So he ended up um, pulling out the heart and eating half the heart raw while he was there. But would, no spoilers. <laughs> Uh, no, I'll check it. I'll check it out. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Alone as a series. I think it's a, a very well made. Yeah. And, um, and one of the ladies, well the porcupine barb, somehow stuck in her shoulder, and she had a really cool finished looking knife, um, scanning knife, unreal looking thing. And um, yeah, she had to cut open a skin and then pull this barb of a porcupine out of her. Mm. So good to have Fun a knife time. handy, especially if you're no, in Alaska. Fair enough. Yeah. There was actually a season of Alone that was won by a guy who technically didn't take a knife. What do you think? Is he the one that Max? took the bloody cold steel shovel? shovel? He had a Leatherman and a shovel. So Leatherman, I guess, is a knife, but not a standalone knife. And yes. um, he took a shovel and, and, the, and he sharpened the edge of the shovel. Yeah, that and, was a um, cold steel yeah. one. That thing was a fucking yeah. weapon. That thing's unreal. And that guy won that year, so that was um, Patagonia. Yeah, is it a tactical shovel? It was. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it it was a tactical it shovel. Really but that, but that no, guy it, was. It is now. He got he got dealt a shit hand for his location. Like he really oh, did get yeah. a shit hand, didn't he? And he yeah. and he stuck it out and he won. So like, just goes to show it's all about um, PMA, positive mental attitude. Remember that guy? Remember that guy? PMA. But the other one that I put you onto that's totally not knife related was oh. Project Binky, which you said, quote, what, is that some gay thing? And now you're an addict oh. as well. So yeah. I'm up to I'm up to episode 30, and then we had to have a break because we're catching up too quick. Mm. And and back mm. onto it. That that in the t in the sense of mechanical engineering is unfucking believable. Mm. That show, Project, Project Binky, Binky. B I N K Y. Watch mm. these two pommy guys try and put the running gear of a Celica GT4 
into a Morris Cooper mini and I, I and do it proper. Do a proper job. And, You're not fucking around. It's, it's a proper job. You can watch it now and it's a binge. You binge it now and you literally watch these guys go from young guys with black hair <laughs> to old men with grey hair. <laughs> Just like us. Serious. They do. And it's, take, it's taken them what, several years to do it. And, yeah, we're getting close and they still haven't finished, but it's like you want to watch people with a fucking cluey fabrication thing watch that show. Holy shit. Very good. Yeah. So what have we got? My daughter just walked in there. Have a look at and what? apart from David Heron telling me why I don't get laid. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, there's a few reasons, but we won't, you know, we won't worry about that. <laughs> well, he's blaming the Crocs. <laughs> the Crocs are the least of my worries. <laughs> um, <laughs> take a look at my girlfriend. Oh, my She's the only one I got. Ba -ba -ba -ba. That's the, song. <laughs> That's the official Croc song. Take a look at my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, fuck my ribs. It's gonna... <laughs> yeah, that was, that was one of the sayings that came out of Blade Show last time was, oh, fuck my ribs. <laughs> I went home and I had a six-pack and my wife said, what, didn't you eat and did you work out? I said, no, it was from all the laughing. <laughs> I went home with about a fucking four cases attached to me. <laughs> all right, yeah, I've so never slept like that on an airplane in my life. We got a comment from Ash Ed Edwards. Um, G'day, guys. I've got you playing in the background while I prep for a Christmas market I'm presenting at tomorrow. As usual, I left the sharpening to the last minute. I've got 11 cooking knives and nine mini cleavers. I found the 10th cleaver in the dip bucket. Who was it? Who was it? Who was telling me about a find that you had? Yes. In the... <laughs> All right, guys. This is a true story, kind of a shameful story. I got my dip bucket and I keep dunking the blade. And once a regular standard chef knives, doesn't go into like a regular 20 liter bucket you know like half of that shit is filled with the with the swarf with the grind shit and i'm like ah oh, shit let me take this out and i put my hand and i'm about to throw it all of a sudden something shiny start looking up i'm like what the hell that looks too large to be swarf and i i put my hand in it there was a knife finished at like 600 grit sharp and all that shit like luckily i didn't cut myself I'm like oh shit i got a knife in here I put aside, I, I put my hand in there, dug a little bit more. I pulled two more knives. So in, in, within my swap bucket, I had two steak knives. Don't know who I made them for. I had no idea who they were for. But anyway, another paring knife. So the gift that keeps giving, swap bucket, okay? <laughs> Just trying to read with it. We've all gone silent because we're trying to read. Reading it says, oh, I, just... did, I did a work trip into the bush this week, working with some bees. My boss was pointing out dozens of species of box, gum, and mallee, all sorts of different natives. I was just looking out the window at all the trees, wishing I could get a few slabs out of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you start making knives. Every 
freaking thing turns into a handle slab and every piece of steel. Yeah, everything turns into a blade. Yeah, it's the way it is. Welcome to the addiction. <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah, Love this addiction. Doesn't end. It never ends. No, it's just the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Oh, mate, I'll you have right. to see the, those birds. I'm going to be on my deathbed looking at Facebook Marketplace. One more wall down. One more wall down. <laughs> <laughs> the Aldi yeah, that I go to in a parking lot, you have to see the birds in the, the bottom of the tree trunks. Like they got these like massive slabs of birds in the bottom. I'm thinking like I'm I'm gonna go there one day early, but saying that this is Cessna and so I wouldn't be welcome with the all you gotta do with the chase. All you gotta do is put on your fluoro hoodie. Yeah, yeah. And, and your I'll, I'll loan you some high vis, mate. Then you yeah. look like council. Yeah. Put on high vis. Yeah. Put a couple of cones around the tree. And then cut yeah. the fucking thing down and go. Trust me, man. I'm you gonna... a building in town. I'm supposed to be there, and people go, "Who are you?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm here to do all your maintenance on your stuff and things, you know, blah blah." And I just act like I'm supposed to be there, and they just go, "Oh, okay." I'm like, "No, they never ask to see the email that says that I'm supposed to be there." So you just, you just, you know, act as if you are, and then you do. So it's confidence. But if you. If you're going to pull the council one, you just got to remember to move slowly and take three days. To <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Set it up in the morning and come back the next day to cut it down. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you're fucked, mate. They're going to make you. It's amazing how that's a, a universal thing because it's exactly the same here. What we got... need to do, I think what we really need to do to make this very authentic for Mert is that me and Jamie need to accompany him with a stop go and just lean and, on it. Yeah, and just I'll lean on the shovel and Jamie can have yeah. it up the Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys, you guys yeah, found, found the yeah. Kev, you guys too, too found ethnic to make him work, right? You bastards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to black out. Up in your area, I'd have to black out a couple of teeth. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, that's good. <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> oh, fuck. I started to cough now. Shit, I might not make it through this whole podcast. Oh, no, don't. Do that. The Yanks will blame us for killing oh. you. We tried to break it, but that didn't work. <laughs> oh, no. Do you guys don't have enough. <laughs> 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 Come on, Mert. Okay, that, okay, that's 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 a dick move. That's a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> the hardness was fine, but it came out. The hardness was fine, but it came out slightly bent to the left. I, I have to, I have to bend it back. I have to straighten it. That's for when you fight around corners, Mert. Yeah. You probably don't want to take the advice we were given recently. We just hit it with a hammer. That'll straighten it. Oh. <laughs> so you're having oh. problems getting your <laughs> getting your uh, saber straight there, Mert. 
Well, they're not meant to be straight. Yeah, but they only meant to have one curve into, you know, like one curve, one direction, mate. Right up at you. Yeah, just slightly pulling to the left. Yeah. Let's <laughs> just temper the yeah, bars straight. Direction. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it in the oven there and temper it straight. What? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be bent so that you can get to, <laughs> get to the hard to reach places, mate. <laughs> uh, race to the bottom, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for spoiling our professional show. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Game on. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> this time it wasn't oh. even my fault in you thanking me. Yeah. Well, you're sick, <laughs> so you're a sick bastard, so why not blame you? <laughs> yeah, well, it's my fault. Everything's my fault. Maybe you didn't align it to the north or something. Yeah. You gotta clamp it. You gotta clamp it in a couple of bits of steel and then really tighten the screws on it. <sighs> Is that like before you harden it or after you harden it? Oh okay, that, is that before is that or after hardening? Is that where I went wrong? I've been doing that before hardening. <laughs> <laughs> before the Martin site forms or when you're doing tempering. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, and oh, Jamie's just going to take the technical. I was showing Jamie. Guys, I'm down 10%. Start. I was showing Jamie um, one of the student um, example knives that I make when I run the classes. And <laughs> I was saying, you know, about the rule we say, we don't make mistakes, we make smaller knives. So I've, got a, <laughs> like a, I've actually got a K tip petty that wasn't meant to be a K tip petty because when I did the heat treat, I did did the quench and I've pulled it up and I've looked at it and gone, oh, there's a slight bend in the tip. And I've gone to the guys, see that little bend in the tip? And I showed it to the two students and said, you have a really limited amount of time to straighten that. And I've pressed down and it's gone, snap. And I went, which I obviously went past. <laughs> and I've gone, but see that, see that edge there that looks really smooth and milky? That's at least a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> the, grain, the grain looked smooth. I was, but it's so funny. I'm like, yeah, you've got a really small window to snap. Yeah, <laughs> I've never, I, have, I have never succeeded in straightening in that, in that fucking... No. My yeah. job, no, my me job now literally is to wipe the wipe the most of the oil off that I can, stick it in between two bits of angle and clamp them up Thing so fucking tight and then temper it in that and then you let it cool yeah. down and temper it and let it cool down and then it, um, it should come out straight and if it doesn't come out straight that's what we say hit it with a fucking hammer and it'll straighten yeah. well, or, or it'll break either way Rossi, he, happy. sorry when mm -hmm. I did a class with Nick Rossi he said it's got to be it's the too hot to hold so it's up above 400 the smoke's still pissing off it but it's not setting the oil on fire he said you've got between that and about 200 to get it straight. Yeah. So that's when you uh, try and straighten it. I've watched Kevin Kevin Cashin do it, same deal, and he had gloves on and he got he got daggers perfectly straight. But I, I just can't do it. I'm not 
I'm not doing it in the right in the right zone or whatever. I don't even try anymore. Yeah, that's maybe for because me, you no, do a one life a year, Corin. Sorry, yeah, probably. And maybe probably because, because you do a one life a year. <laughs> they're three inches long. Yeah. They're not <laughs> great to grow them. Because it's a two-inch long plate. You're like, yeah, service grinder. Yeah. Slap on service grinder. <laughs> 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 Where do you find plans for that, mate? <laughs> like, yeah. Super small plans. <laughs> it's not the size, fellas. It's how you use it. The owner of a nine-kilo onion. That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> You're just jealous. You're just jealous. That's so cute. She can hear you. She can hear you down there. Oh, my ribs. My ribs. <laughs> you guys are being mean to me. <laughs> no, that 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 Anyang's fucking great. I don't care what anyone says. It's a cool little hammer. Have you got one of those small little nine kilogram An Anyangs? Yeah. Did you not have the money to buy the twelve kilo? What was wrong? With no, you? I bought a twenty-five kilo, and it's a long story. <coughs> there was a bulk buy going on, uh, and and there was one hammer short of a big discount in in percentage, and I said I'll buy two hammers. It would be a nine, and and I want a great deal. So he gave me a great deal, and I bought a nine, and I've loved it. It's a great little hammer. I can it's put it on the cool back of you, take it to shows. Fucking, it's great, and it's a cool little hammer. It's it's just so now I understand why you make the knives you do. I mean, with that size it's like, hammer, it's you like a, it's like a rabbit. Yeah, it's like a rabbit. It's like one of my mates. We call him the Victor Two Stroke because it's one inch bore, one inch stroke. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. No, it's good. No, it's a good little hammer. It, I wouldn't. It goes, I, if it, it goes was the really hammer, well on making knives. Yeah. If it was the only hammer I had, it would be very sad. But because it's not the only hammer I have, it's actually set up with cutlers dies, and it, I just use it for bevels and for um, just like small stuff, and it's great. It's wonderful. Works a treat. Hmm. It does. There's there's one floating around here somewhere in South Africa. I've been trying to to find it. Um, I know the original owner was Des Horn, but he sold it off, and the next guy sold it off, and now it's sort of hanging around somewhere in storage. I want the thing for my. I want to put it in in like my pub one day. Yeah, just to have something cute. like that. They're cute. Yeah, just to it's start it up and, and let it <laughs> sit there going. Chicka, chicka, chicka. But yeah, no, 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 no. I've got to it make. It's not a chicka-chicka-chicka. Any, any. <laughs> the best thing to do is put meat tenderizing dyes in it. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. Just, before your barbecue, just run your ah. steaks underneath it. Beautiful. I can get the, I'm going to get one of those and put it in my wife's kitchen. And then she says, what are you doing now? She goes, for meat tenderizing. <laughs> food, food. Not crackers. <laughs> <laughs> One strike yeah. nutcracker. Oh, I'm gonna get me one. I'm gonna get you She is probably so happy that you're sick that now she actually has an official excuse not to touch you. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, I go, I piss her off so much. She's probably got a 
a good excuse on a daily basis, but she still likes me for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Touche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I've, you know what? I, I was sitting thinking about this last night, and I was thinking I've, we, I've done pretty well for myself in the last couple of years, mate. I've got a I've got a good wife. I've got a good bunch of kids. I've got a shit shit ton of mates around me that are good people. So I'm, I've got a lot to be thankful for. So. Fuck yeah. it. I, I don't know how I manage it the way I am, but I I think a lot of us are surrounded no. by or do the same. And, and uh, yeah, we've got a lot to be thankful for. I, I, thought it was a really cute, I thought that was a really cute video with your daughter bringing that blanket to put over you to cuddle. Yeah. Can you just tell her from me a little bit of advice? Put the pillow over the top and press really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him, mate. Thanks a lot. Big, I'll tell him. Big, him. big cuddle. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell her about that. My wife's got my wife's got a little bit haywire with us. So she, nobody's allowed to hug anybody because we don't know who I've given this to in the house. They've gone and did tests yesterday, but they're all negative. So now she's one of those kids that she she doesn't work without hugs. She needs them like at least three or four times a day. So yesterday I was making coffee and she would come up to me and she would just put her shoulder against my like my back and just lean against what me for a second she, and then walk away. What does she need three times a day? I couldn't hear. A hug. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so last night she was standing there and it was bedtime and she was looking at me and I, I said, what, what do you want? What, what is, what's up? Why are you looking at me? She goes, no, she needs a hug. And my wife said, throw a blanket over him and go give him a hug. And then <laughs> my wife just, well, I was lucky enough. My wife took a, a little video of it, but yeah. Yeah. She's it was cute, mate. Thing. It was really cute. That was quite touching actually. Yeah. Yeah. To me too. Eh? That's yeah. was a, that's why I cut that video off real quickly. I was um, I was a bit teary-eyed over that afterwards, but yeah, it was good. Ah, you big softy. At least I know. Yeah, I am. I I really am a big softy. But um, once you get me hard, I'm hard for a long time. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end. end. Oh, all right, that's it. I'm out. That's the end. <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> oh, no, cut, cut. Well, yeah. we have to end on a low note. <laughs> Don't end on a high note. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I guess... Um, okay, wait. Uh, before we go, seeing that this is the last one for the year, yes. um, what, are your, what are your goals for knife making for this year? Or, or not even for knife making. Have you got something that you want to sort of do for your life or... Let's start with Mert seeing that he's going to fall asleep every sec any second now. Uh, not that I'm going to fall asleep, but I don't have any. I don't think I have any goals in that making. Yes, I would like to make what I do better than the last one, but I would like to have a better year in terms of feeling more peace with myself and with what I do. And you know, you you worry about things that. Just not worrying about things that's beyond my control. That's all I can ask. Yeah, you know, I'm lucky. I'm in a lucky, good spot, and just gotta chill the fuck down. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna join. Yeah, that's I'm a good thing, man. 
I'm going to join Mert on that. I've had such a weird a year of, or more than a year of ups and downs and highs and lows, and worries about family things and worries about money things and worries about health things. With a couple of those now cleared up, I just want a year, same as Mert said, a year to be at peace. And, and get the creativity back and the real joy back into this knife-making thing um, and just try and have a solid year of that. It would be really nice. It's just been so sporadic. I just want a, a period of time where it's just going to be, you know, even and enjoyable. That's it's. You yeah. sort of think about it, you go, it's not too much to ask, but sometimes it could be. You never know. But I think I'm on the right track. Like I said, clearances in health. And some family things are now sort of out of the way that we no longer have to worry about. Um, I'm, I've got a pretty good step up in that place. So I've just got to calm down, relax, and go with the flow. That's all I'm after. Yeah, mate. In the end, that piece is something you can't buy, and um, yeah, that's, that's what I always say. I mean, I'm too many. That's why I'm always. I was just going to say, too many of these yeah. things this year have just been in the back of the mind. While I've been trying to work, I've been thinking of everything else rather than what I'm doing. And uh, it's not a good thing yeah. to do. You need to be focusing on what you're doing at the time. So got that luxury at the moment. Oh, that's awesome, yeah, man. You, um, you, Jamie, you're right here next to me. <laughs> it's weird because I'm looking at you on the screen. I realise <laughs> you're right here with me. Oh, I've just been contemplating it. And, like, my first thought was, like, uh, you know, something silly like I just want to overcome goat syphilis. Yay. But no, I don't have that, so that's okay. We're not talking about that. Um, My nickname at school used look, to be goat. <laughs> <laughs> look, to be honest, I, I've been looking at, like, as far as my knife making is concerned, just <clears throat> presenting my knife for full membership of the, the guild. Um but even, even like that, that aside, which I, I'm, I'm starting to get to the point where I'm happy with what I'm producing, um, which is the biggest struggle is, you know, I try and be too perfect with stuff and then I never get it done because I'm trying to chase something that doesn't exist, you know. And so I just need to incrementally increase my, you know, my personal best and keep going till it's at a point where, it, you know, the guys that are assessing me will go, yes, that's acceptable rather than never make it because I never get it perfect. You know what I mean? But also getting to a point where I can actually put out some of the knives that I'm making and, and just like I make the odd commission knife for mates that ask me, but I, I'm not actually selling like next year. I'd like to sell one knife to a stranger that buys something off me and then is happy with it without me, you know, that's that it's a low bar but it's the first step you know yeah absolutely getting it out there good step so scary step and, and other than that just you know getting power hammers going <coughs> getting getting this rest of my blacksmithing stuff squared away and and just seeing where that takes me in the future fair cool yeah you know <clears throat> and how about you Henny? Oh, mate, I don't know. I just want to stay where I am at the moment. I'm so happy and content in what I'm doing. and um, That's why I'm always so thankful for, for what I've got because um, 
I spoke to a guy the other day and he was telling me about how sad he is and how bad things are for him and blah, blah, blah. And the only thing in the back of my mind is, is I am, if you want to look at a person that is truly happy, then I am a picture of that because I'm doing what I love to do. And I don't know, for some reason, everything I touch just turns to gold and I'm, I'm just really blessed. So I just want to stay where I am and just keep working as hard as I can at trying to see how much what is still left in me? What what can I come up with? What can I make that's yeah, even better what, than what, what I've done? Push 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 the artistic knife thing, man. That's where you that's where you've got to go. Yeah, I wanna really, really get into that and just um I've started looking at buying tools or working on tools for stonework now. And I just wanna I don't know, I'm so excited about this whole journey because the the fear is I don't know. The fear is gone. The fear of worrying about selling the pieces and getting them done and will they be good enough? I I just got to stick my head into it. And, and that's all I want to do is I just want to be in the shop and work. Um, it's like I said to my wife, she says to me, are you, are you having a good rest at least now? And I said, you know what? Yeah, but my mind's not resting. I want to get back in the shop. I want to go and work because it's my happy spot. But yeah, yeah I want to, I want to see if I, what I can come up with. That's what I want to do this year. Just have a good, good solid year. And I want to try and help my mates get their names out there so that they could can share what, what's going on with me. Yeah. I mean, um, there's so many brilliant, brilliant knife makers out there that nobody's ever seen or heard of um, that could very easily make a living off. Um, but it's just a tough thing to break into that market. So, yeah, that's basically what I want to do. Yeah. Good time. Oh, Mert's falling asleep there. Sorry? What about you, Corin? What about you, mate? Yeah, I, I, this coming year, I've got a few things planned. A um, bit of collaboration. I've, I want a bit of a change of direction. I think Mert's battery just went flat. Yep, it's about the right time for that. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm going to take a different direction this year. So I'm finishing off this uh, this uh, barrel knife that I've got in the works, which will be finished probably by June next year. And then I'm going yep. to change direction a bit in my knife making. I just uh, probably won't do any more barrel knives and get on to something else. Yeah, I've got a bit of an idea. I've, I've seen some stuff, um, saw some stuff when I was over in New Zealand and um, got, got pretty inspired to, to give something different a go. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Do it, man. Yeah. Look forward yeah. to it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and um, got a fair bit of collaboration work and just, I don't know, I've, I like, I didn't have the same effect from lockdown. Like, I know people bag me in the comments because I didn't have a problem with the, the lockdown personally. I felt it was really good. It's just my life is different. I don't, I don't rely on classes for my income. So it didn't, it didn't affect me like yeah. that what it did do for me was it gave me three hours every day of commute time which oh, i, I yeah. would normally lose so for me it was totally different and i i really i really got a lot done around the workshop i went around my whole workshop and i did all those little jobs that mert was talking about um and and i'm just so stoked with the whole thing that i can't you know now all i've got is excuses you know like the shirt i've always wanted to make it says um some people make knives everyone else makes excuses so, yeah. I'll have a 2XL. Yeah, it's a good shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, Talking about shirts. It's in the mail. I said, 
<laughs> I tried. <laughs> I tried to post. I tried to post a piece of steel and some shirts to you. Um, yeah. And the the price of the fucking freight scared me from the. It was unbelievable. Yeah, mate. I yeah, I know. It's I'll crazy. Fly to, I'll fly it to Blade Show and give it to him by in person. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, seriously, man. I tried yeah. to post you a t-shirt, and I could have flown to Blade Show with the money they. DHL, it was like, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. in German, DHL must represent, rip off every bastard or something. But, yeah. but I reckon it's something <laughs> to do with South Africa. You guys are just getting scammed or something. So, look, yeah. honestly, I will, I, I, I always go to Blade Show with a suitcase full of shirts. It's common knowledge. And, um, uh, and there'll be, there'll be a couple in there for you, but we just have to, we just have to wait till the stars align and, and, you know, you've recovered from the big C and we all get over it. Yeah, the yeah, second big sea. No, no worries about it. It's not the bad sea, it's the other sea. No, yeah, the other sea. <laughs> <laughs> you never recover from that. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, thanks for letting me on you again to ruin uh, your you ruin your podcast. Well, we wouldn't have did let you have, on. Did if, we actually um, have a choice? We had a choice, yeah. <laughs> uh, bloody, bloody good to hear from you, mate, and thank you for coming yeah, on. Um, go and get some rest or drink vitamin C, whatever you want to do. <laughs> and, and, and don't um, remember the golden rule of COVID. Don't die. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, I'll, I'll try my best. But people, it's... I just want to say for everyone that listened in on this um, sporadic podcast that we do, um, thanks, everyone. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, we're just normal guys doing this stuff and we're trying to fit it in and life gets in the way sometimes, but we, we generally come through with something um, on, on a okay, reasonably man. regular basis. I don't think we really want to change and become that clean professional thing because then we miss out on this sort of stuff, just these candid chats and whatnot. But um, another part of what I want to do next year with the knife making, and it is all um, medically up in the air is just spend more physical time with my my close friends because we just haven't had the chance to do that. This is the first time I've caught up with Jamie in nearly 12 months. Corin, fuck knows when the last time we caught up with, maybe when we had lunch that time I came up, went down had noodles. Uh, yeah. It was two years. It, it's just, that's the horrible part about this, particularly in the east coast of Australia and that New South Wales um, band is, you know, it's not too far to travel to catch up with everyone. We just haven't been able to. And and we'll say in like the international stuff, I've just got a longing to be back overseas. I just that's that's a part of me that just will not keep quiet. And I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there somehow. If I have to row a freaking boat over and cross the Mexican border, I will. <laughs> Maybe not. Well, I'll, I'll... well at the moment apparently you walk straight in, but anyway, that's, yeah, that's another story. Four hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Well, who knows? Coming yeah. to America. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys um, if they don't want to allow you into America, you're always welcome to get on a plane the whole bunch of you, and uh, we can have a hammer in at my at my spot because they won't allow me to fly to your side. So maybe yeah, we should do that. If we could probably fly over to South Africa, but they probably won't let us home. So yeah, <laughs> well, which isn't a bad thing. I don't think that's I really a bad thing. Yeah. 
couple of lanes. Now we can go there. hunting and we can go, fuck, uh, we'll put you back out in the backyard and you guys can fight off the lions for a week or two. Fuck yeah. Give me a rest. Until you see one of them fucks. I can run faster than Kev. I'm all right. Yeah, they can run faster than Kev. You can't run faster than Kev. Oh, no. No, Jamie, don't worry. They won't look at you. They'll just go. Anyway, boys, stay safe. Look after yourself. Thank you, everyone, again. Keep well, guys. God bless you, man. Sausage Santa. Oh, that's scary. Love you, guys. Ha, ha, ha.